Hello everyone, welcome to Verses for His Glory podcast. My name is Omolola and I am your host. I've been gone for a while now and <laughs> it's been very, very busy, but I'm just like, my mind has always been with everyone. And how is everybody doing? Um, today I'm going to be talking about our inner weakness. The topic is can our inner weakness be killed? Uh, like I just feel like tonight is not I would say early morning because I'm doing this in the morning but I just feel like this is not a pure coincidence because it's always been in my mind to put up new podcasts because I feel I've been way behind with my blog because my blog is way ahead of the podcast but I just don't know what's going on but well everything is in God's end because Recently, I've been listening a lot to Pastor Mildred Okonkwo. I don't know if anybody has heard about the pastor before, but um, she has been a new interest for the past few months now. And I have been listening to a lot of her videos, a lot of her preachings. And tonight, I listened to one of the recent videos she posted on her YouTube page, which is um, titled Wake Up. And what she said in that video purely correlates with what I'm about to talk about. And you can you can you guys can go to YouTube to watch this video because it will really really help you a lot. If you have questions about your purpose, you can go to YouTube and I think our page is um, Midred Kinsley Okonkwo. If you type that in on YouTube, she will pop up. Because yeah, so. Can our inner witness be killed? It has always been a wonder to me that what's going on. Because sometimes I'll look at people, like the kind of behavior they, 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 they have, like the kind of attitude they have. And I'll say, this person really have a conscience? What's going on? Like, did you really think before doing this? Like, your inner witness doesn't tell you that what you're about to do is wrong. Yeah, like, I feel like everyone there has been a point where everyone has had that thought in their head that does this person really have a conscience because it's a it's a big word and it's also a small word but like you i feel like in everyone's lifetime we have met someone that is very wicked that will think oh my goodness this person's conscience is dead if you have not really met someone like that we have seen in the movie because people talk about it in movies that oh their conscience is dead they are wicked and everything so when i typed this blog up that was what i was thinking about that can our inner witness be killed and i think it was one of the conversations i usually have in my spirit and i had the response that says no your inner witness can be killed but it can be put to sleep and I will talk more about this as we go on. I um, tonight's video about Pastor Mildred. Um, she was talking about waking up. She said she is tired of doing church. Like we don't want to do church anymore. You know, you go to church today, the pastor lays hands on you, you fall under the anointing, you go back to your way of life. Nothing is changing. Like, what is really going on? Is, are you really having that encounter with God? It, having an encounter with Jesus is really great, but one encounter is not enough. And that's one lesson I learned from Pastor Mildred tonight. He said, 
you have to have a continuous encounter with Jesus. And that really, really touched me. You know, some people's inner weakness have been put to sleep. It has been, I would say, it has been dormant. Like, you know, it's not a, it's, it's not awake. It's there, but it's not working. And why would someone's inner weakness why will it be put to sleep? Why is it not working? And that's that's that it all boils back. It all boils back to our relationship with God. You know, the more we move further away from God, the more devil gains control of us. And I will keep saying this every single time. I feel like I've been saying this in all my podcasts about relationship with God. It really, really boils down to this relationship with God. Relationship with God. That's all that matters. So everybody is not perfect. We are all trying to be like Jesus. We are Christ-like. We are Christians. So we're trying to be like Jesus. But it's, I won't say it's going to be easy to be like Jesus. But it is very possible. Like Pastor Midre said. Sorry guys. But I'm always going to be talking about Pastor Midre. Because I, as I said, she's been an obsession for the past few months. Like when I really like someone. Or when their teachings are impacting me in a way you will know because i will always be talking about that person and i will be giving credit to to the person that this is what this person said this is where i heard this from so sorry guys <laughs> but i won't have to apologize for that because i just i feel like i just found a great mentor that i can listen to and associate with and also learn from and it's really 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 been helpful to my spiritual life for the past few months my spiritual life has also grown from how it was before and i really really appreciate i, th- I feel like it's just divine connection because i've always heard about that name but i've not paid attention to listen to any of our videos until one day that i listened to one video and i never stopped so i'm just thankful to god for that so as i was saying as pastor midroid will say living for jesus is everything that matters you know like what is it when you don't live how, how is life going to be when you don't live for jesus just gonna be like a robot life like you know I don't know how to describe the feeling, but inner weakness is our conscience. I would say inner weakness is like the Holy Spirit ministering to us. Now, conscience is very different from inner weakness. You know, conscience has just been that kind of thing that you know when something is right and you know when something is wrong. No matter what religion you have, be it Christian, be it um, Islam, or any other religion you know what is wrong and you know what is right you know that stealing that money is wrong that's your conscience telling you you know what you're about to do is wrong or you know that okay you know that taking what is not yours is wrong you know that lying is wrong you know what is wrong and you know what is not wrong 
So that's your conscious telling you that word. When we say inner weakness, you, like your inner weakness gives direction. It's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit speaks to everybody in diverse ways. Some people is their inner weakness. Some people is their through their dreams or visions. Some people is through the word of God, you know. And some people is all combined, like the word of God through their dreams and visions and through their inner weakness. For example, I have come to to learn that God speaks to me through my inner witness. And it happened to me two times and even more, but the two times that I will never forget and I will always keep talking about is hot chocolate. These two times was hot chocolate, hot chocolate. So the first time was I went for this um, Bible con- um, campus conference and we just had dinner and i was filled up with like i had enough to eat so i was full and we had uh, uh we had um, a service after dinner at the auditorium so i was like okay since we're gonna be staying in the auditorium till i don't know when let me just take this cup of hot chocolate with me to the auditorium mind you there's this rule that says do not bring food and drinks to the auditorium because the auditorium was mainly like you know the church where the service was going on for that conference so before i took this hot chocolate that thing was telling me like my inner witness it was like you know you're not supposed to take anything that is food or drinks into the hall except water so i was like oh it's just hot chocolate you know when you dismiss that that um talk you, when you dismiss that voice in your head so i was like oh it's just a chocolate i'm gonna i'm gonna take it so okay i took this hot chocolate so when i got to the auditorium and i placed the cup on the floor because it's the auditorium there is no table to put the drink it's just chairs for everyone to sit down so i can only put it on the floor as i put it on the floor um that voice told me it says you know this is gonna spill right you're not gonna drink it <laughs> and i was like ah, no it's not gonna work so to be you know to make it more secure to keep it secure you know when god try to talk to you you will try to have that excuse like to justify that ah, no Jared, this is not supposed to work you will have you have that excuse and you will try to like you know you will listen to and try to protect it or like to to stop that thing to prevent that thing from happening it's just like when you when jesus tells you do something you say i will not do it but at the same time you are keeping yourself close to jesus so that in case because jesus would say if you don't do this this is what will happen you know that for example we say you're going this way there's 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 a hole there's a um, there's a pit in the way you you're treading if you keep going on that that part you're gonna fall into that pit and you refuse to listen but you are saying at the same time you are you see keep jesus at the back of your mind so that when you fall in that pit you can always call for help i feel like i, I could relate that with what i did i took that cup of hot chocolate and i put it in a place where i could keep my eyes on it nobody could step on it it would not spill very funny right it was not up to five minutes a lady got up and she said she wanted to like you know to pass through and as she walked through i don't know how it happened but her leg kicked that cup and when i tell you guys every content in that cup spilled on the floor 
every single drop of the hot chocolate spilled on the floor and you know you know when that that realization down on you that okay what you just did you know what just happened like what just happened like it's it felt so unreal like it felt like you know it was it was so quick like what just happened and i sat there for like few minutes staring into this into space and i was like okay what just happened like literally what just happened <laughs> and that voice was like i told you so and i was like oh okay 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 so i just cleaned up and i you know i just moved on doing what i was doing and i think few months later the same thing happened because i i was trying i think you know i've always been off and on about staying away from sugar not eating sugar and everything trying to watch my weight trying to keep my weight in check so i don't know i just that day i was before going to work i stopped by a store and i said oh i want hot chocolate so i'm gonna grab hot chocolate and that voice came back again very funny <laughs> he says why do you want hot chocolate is it winter no it's all outside it's summer right so why do you want hot chocolate you know you're supposed to have sugar right so i was like oh I dismissed that voice again and I grabbed the cup and got the hot chocolate and as I got to work with that cup that thing was telling me this hot chocolate you will not drink it it will pour you're not supposed to drink it and I was like oh not again so this time around I put that cup of hot chocolate on the floor at work and I sat down you know the funny thing is when the thing tells me this thing is gonna spill it doesn't take five minutes for it to start spilling <laughs> Because this time around, it was my leg that kicked that cup. I don't know what, how it happened. Because I was super protective of the cup that this thing would not spill. After that day, I decided, I decided you know, I, I now knew, I knew that it was God talking to me. Because yeah, I think it was even during that time I was praying and asking and seeking God's face that I want to know how He talks to me. I will communicate with me so i got my confirmation there and then so since then anytime that voice start talking i listen and i try like no matter what i do what that voice is telling me to do and it has never ever disappointed me sometimes maybe i am upset i'm getting in an argument with someone or you know someone ought me and i want to talk but that voice will tell you that voice will just say shut up shut up and i will just keep quiet and that way something that that might have escalate that that should have escalated uh, yeah that should have escalated if i had said what i was about to say would just die down that way and i have learned that because I know myself that I really, really love to talk. I am not that kind of person that is quiet, right? So, sometimes talking back is not the solution for me. I just have to shut up. And it has worked for me in so many ways, guys. Like, I might be getting in an argument with maybe my client or the person I work with. So, I'm getting in an argument. She's talking. I'm talking. Then the voice will come and say, okay. You need to stop talking. Just say okay. <laughs> you need to stop talking. Just say okay. So I'm like, okay, shush, okay, and that's it. 
before 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 I started listening to this voice, when someone talks, I talk. They talking, I'm talking. We are all talking. Nothing is working, and that's always giving me an headache. But since then, you know, it feels so good for someone for for you to have that kind of that kind of direction that leads you to the path. So for some Christians, their inner weakness is. Is, is sleeping not dead because during that time when I didn't really know how God was talking to me I wouldn't say my inner weakness was dead I would say it was sleeping you know it was dormant because the voice is there but I wasn't listening and that's something about God if God God will always be there like no matter what no, no matter how huge your sins are no matter how terrible you are no matter how bad no matter how many bad things you have done God will always be there. It's just waiting for you to call on him. So he will just be standing in like at first he will try to talk to you. He can send your pastors, he can send your parents, he can send your friends, he can send anybody. It can be a dream trying to talk to you. And if you don't listen and he keeps calling and he keeps knocking, he will be quiet and he will just keep watching. That's how your inner witness is. If your inner witness is talking, your con- your conscience is talking. Like that's how some people lose their conscience. Cause everybody was born with, with their conscience, but some people have killed the conscience. Your conscience can be killed, but inner witness cannot be killed. Cause Jesus never leaves his own. We are all God's own people. So he will never leave us nor forsake us. So even if he's always going to be trying to call you back to him, call you back to him. If he's been doing it for a while and there is no yielding, he's just going to stop and keep watching and waiting for you to reach out. So my, my brothers and sisters in Christ, are you reaching out? How are you reaching out to God? Because no matter what your salvation matters but even after getting that salvation you still have to keep it up like you have to maintain it you can't just say oh god i surrender my life to you today i will not go back to my sin and tomorrow you just uh, there's no difference i remember there was time I, even when i when i rededicated my life to christ i tried so hard I tried so hard to read my Bible every day, but something always happens. It's either I'm so tired and I fall asleep, or some, something just comes up. So I end up reading my Bible maybe once in a week. And I was like, okay, God, what's going on? Until I heard, I don't know where I heard the sermon from, but the person was saying, you know, your devotion will be you. It's like, it's a part of you when you give your life to Christ he has taken over everything so that fellowship with him will be a part of you it won't be a religious thing you do like it won't be a check off check check off thing off your list it won't be something you know that okay let's just do this and get over with it you won't read your bible like storybook there was a time i said i was gonna read all the by all the pages in the bible that i'm going to read it from genesis to um revelation but no 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 that doesn't work like what's the point in reading the old bible without letting God speak without meditating on it I have learned differently now that when I read the Bible 
I meditate on it. I think about that chapter I have read all day long, and I make sure that God is God. Me, God has spoken to me through a, a, a verse or two verses or more than that. And I've noticed this pattern in me now. Like recently, if I read a Bible chapter, and I don't really like, you know, I I don't really understand. I dwell on that Bible chapter until. I, I, I understand and then I move on. If I don't understand and I pray and I say, God, talk to me. What are you trying to say? What are you trying to say? Sometimes too, I reach out to my friends and I ask them, hey, I, I read this Bible verse today and I don't really know what it's trying to say. Can you, you know, can you help? Sometimes it, it depends. I don't, I just don't want to go. I don't want to touch all the topics tonight. But like, what, what kind of friends are you keeping around you as a Christian? So it matters. You can't just say you, you've surrendered your life to Christ. And your friends, the people around you are very toxic to your spiritual life. It's not going to help. I, I don't know how to compare it. But it's just like, you know, <laughs> like Pastor Midred said, um, she usually she usually says this funny this funny story of her childhood when she um, she was supposed to fry eggs like six eggs and she broke five eggs into a bowl. The five eggs were good, but this the last egg, which was the sixth one, she broke into into the the rest of the eggs was rotten. So when a rotten egg goes into a bowl of good eggs what do you guys think happens to the good eggs that are in the bowl they all get rotten too right that's just it what kind of friends are you keeping around you are they rotten i'm not saying do not be friends with people that are not um christians i'm i'm friends with people that are not christians too but i am doing that because i want to impact their life positively and change them you know like make them know jesus let them know through me that okay who is this god you are serving who is this god you are serving i want to know i want to see i want to experience for myself too but at the same time i make sure that they do not influence me and like they don't influence me negatively instead i am the one doing the influence like i'm the one doing the influence like i'm the one making the influence on them positively and changing changing their lives that's it but like when you have a friend that is maybe you said okay today i give my life to you god i'm not gonna do i'm not gonna do and go to clubbing every day anymore i'm not gonna drink anymore i'm not gonna smoke anymore and the friends that are all around you they are smokers they are drinking they are still clubbing there's no way like uh, there's this popular um, proverb in yoruba that says which means a sheep that that goes with a dog that walks with a dog no matter who, who, who you keep it around you it's, it goes it goes both ways it's either you influence that person or that person influence you so what do you that's why I, that's why i said there's no like if you are with god there's no way like if god has been trying to tell you that thing personally and you're not listening or it's just not getting through he's gonna send someone 
to you. It can be maybe through your dreams, or it can be through your pastor, or through your friend, or through your prophet. It has happened to me not once, not twice, not three times. Like, and when God speaks to me, it's just funny because sometimes I won't know it was it's God. I'll just think it's just my mind, right? But no, it's God, and that that will confirm. I remember there was time I was walking like. I would walk Sundays, I won't go to church. My church members were so worried. They were like, what's going on? Because you are, you are always that person we see in church every Sunday. I'm like, oh, it's because I'm too busy with school. I have to work weekends. I had that excuse. And like, it just came to a time, it came to a period where, like, my spirit was just, my spirit was not happy with me. Like, that voice just told me, said, you know you're supposed to stop this with your work, right? COVID is over. Church is open. You need to go back to church. And now, you know, I, I just gave that excuse. Like, oh. You know, when you're trying to be stubborn, proving to be stubborn, when God really loves you, He will make sure it gets to you, no matter what. And it's just up to you to listen. It's when you do not listen that that inner weakness starts to fall asleep. Luckily enough, one of my one of I don't know God just sent that person to me and he gave me that he looked me in the eyes he said I know you know this but you're supposed to be back to church God is telling me you are not listening and you need to listen and that was a wake up call for me so I don't know who, who is out there listening to me tonight or this morning or maybe the afternoon or evening wherever whatever time zone you have is your is, is is your inner witness asleep wake it up go back to god and ask for mercy because it is very dangerous for your inner witness to be asleep for a very long time because that means you're not having no communion with god you're not talking like the the connection is not there and when the connection is cut off you cannot live a life without christ it won't work you really need god's direction or else you will start treading the, the wrong path and you will know it and you don't want it to be too late before you find out that what you're doing is not right so whatever it is that is making your inner witness fall asleep be it sin be it your uh, maybe friends or laziness or inconsistency no matter what it is it might be procrastination go back to god tonight go back to god today and ask for his mercy his mercy is sufficient. His grace is sufficient to always help out. Thank you very much, guys. I hope you guys learned one or two things from tonight's um, podcast. I'll be posting the next series soon, too. Thank you very much for listening. Bye.